every single time John Angelo speaks, makes a decision, or simply exists around the Baltimore Orioles, he makes himself look worse and worse. But this time, with the Kevin Brown situation, might really take the cake. You get my thoughts about it coming up on this episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. You are Locked On Orioles, your daily Baltimore Orioles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Orioles fans. Today is Tuesday, August 8th, 2023. And welcome back in to the Locked On Orioles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm your host, Connor Newcomb. And coming up on today's episode, well, we were going to do a mailbag. And I got some amazing questions from you, the listeners. But then a story came out that, well, got to get to that one over the mailbag. We're discussing the Kevin Brown suspension, the John Angelos decision, his history of moves, and why it's past time to get somebody new in control of this Orioles ball club. But that's all coming up on this episode of the Locked on Orioles podcast. Before we get there, though, just did want to thank you for making Locked on Orioles your first podcast listen of the day. We're free and available on all listening platforms. We're also right here on YouTube. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Locked on Orioles YouTube page. As you may have seen, we are over 4,000 subscribers here on YouTube. Thank you all so much for that. So make sure to tune in later in the week to see what the giveaway will be and how to enter and have a fun Orioles giveaway now that I reach 4,000 subscribers. And for many of you who have been there for a while, everyday listeners, the everydayers out there, you know my thoughts on John Angelos. And that's where we're going today. Because again, thank you all so much for the great mailbag questions. What I'm going to do instead is kind of answer them segment by segment throughout the rest of the week on the podcast. Because we got so many good questions. Here's the thing. Something a little more important to get to happened for the Orioles. So if you heard the intro, you heard the Kevin Brown, John Angelo situation, you're thinking, wait, what's going on? That's totally fine. If you don't know what's going on, I'm going to start the pod here by bringing you up to speed. So let's start with kind of the context here. If you watch a lot of Orioles games or listen to them on the radio, you've probably noticed recently that Kevin Brown, who has really been the Orioles' number one broadcaster truly since the start of last season and has been part of their broadcast team since 2019, widely beloved by the fan base, including myself, has not caught an Orioles game, neither on TV nor on the radio, since the end of the series against the Phillies a couple weeks ago. He hasn't called a TV game all the way back since July 23rd, the final game of that great four-game set for the O's when they took three of four in Tampa against the Rays. He then did the next three games in Philly on the radio, and we haven't heard from him since the last 10 games. Three against the Yankees, four against the Blue Jays, three against the Mets. No Kevin on radio, no Kevin on TV, no little quirky social media posts that you generally see from Kevin when he's off calling, you know, college football or the Women's College World Series or he's on vacation. Nothing from the Orioles, nothing. And specifically when the O's had some big games, right? Like specifically Saturday night, they had one of the games where they broadcasted from the center field roof deck. Brown has done pretty much all those games this year. And it was Brett Hollander out there. It was Brett Hollander who was emceeing the entire ceremony for the 40th anniversary of the 83 World Series team on Saturday night. You could tell 
that it wasn't just a planned vacation for Kevin Brown after a little bit, that something was up here. There were questions, there were rumblings, there were weird rumors, but the one rumor that started to stick was something happened between Kevin Brown and either the broadcast team or Masson, and that he was suspended, at least to this point. And I truly didn't believe it. I mean, I don't remember anything happening, and it wasn't coming from really anything close to a reputable source until we get to Monday. And the first report, shout out to him, came from Matt Jurgensen, who I wouldn't call like a big J official journalist for the Orioles, but he's kind of been a writer and a blogger and a podcaster around Baltimore sports for a while, covering the Orioles and the Ravens. And Matt knows some people, and I don't have a personal relationship with Matt, but I kind of know him through others. And he's someone that, you know, I know just beyond like the Orioles Twitter sphere. And knowing what I know about him, wouldn't think he'd be someone who would just make something up like he did for clicks. But Matt had a three-tweet thread on Monday afternoon basically reporting that Kevin Brown had been suspended kind of by John Angelos off the Masson broadcast for something that he said during his last Orioles Rays broadcast and that his suspension was indefinite. So I was looking at Matt's tweets, but I was taking them with a grain of salt because you're still waiting for kind of the people who really do cover the team to jump in on this, not to discredit what he was saying, but I, you know, been in journalism known to be skeptical about reports like this, especially on Twitter. But then Awful Announcing picks it up. And Awful Announcing, you know, is not the Washington Post. They're not the Baltimore Sun. But they do a good job of covering all things kind of media and broadcasting in sports. And they had other sources besides just Matt corroborating that story in the article that they wrote kind of early on Monday evening slash late Monday afternoon. They wrote about in their piece how they had confirmed with multiple sources that Brown was suspended indefinitely for something that he said during the Orioles Rays broadcast the last time he was on the air. And then Awful Announcing posted the video of the broadcast open from that Sunday game between the Orioles and the Rays. Basically what Kevin Brown said, it was a lot that it was posted, about a minute-long clip. You can go watch it on the Awful Announcing Twitter account. But what Kevin Brown was saying was, hey, the Orioles had lost a good amount of games to the Rays the last couple of years. The Orioles this year have already won more games against the Rays than they won the past two seasons combined. And then he basically finished it off by saying, that's what makes this Orioles turnaround so impressive. This is how good they've been. They've jumped into first place in the division. As he's talking, a graphic pops up on the Masson broadcast. This is not just Kevin Brown ad-libbing. This is a broadcast open. As a play-by-play broadcaster, you sometimes do script your broadcast opens. When you open the broadcast, you kind of know exactly what you're going to talk about, and you tell your partner exactly what you're going to ask them. It was just Kevin Brown on screen before Ben McDonald slides in right at the end, and there is a graphic up there that is titled, with a pun, Tropical Depression, and has all these stats about how bad the Orioles have been over the past few seasons against the Rays, specifically in Tampa at the Trop. So this wasn't just Kevin Brown going rogue talking about something. This was a full broadcast plan with the production people, games producer. Everyone was involved. The graphics people, everyone was involved in this. And it didn't show it in the clip, but Ben McDonald continued on with the conversation when Kevin Brown kind of asked him a question to bring him into the broadcast. And nothing that he said was even critical of the team. All he was doing was stating the facts about how bad a bad Orioles team was against the Rays and was using it to show you how good the turnaround has been for the Orioles this year because of how good they've been against the Rays 
and how good they've been to that series, you know, right before that game, had jumped into first place in the division. So the awful announcing report made me think a little clearer, okay, this this might actually be what happened. And then John O'Rand got on the story. And if you don't know John O'Rand, he writes for the Sports Business Journal. Basically, to me and to many people, he is the number one sport source for sports business and sports media news that is out there. If it's happening in sports media or sports business, John O'Rand is your source. John also happens to be from the area, also an Orioles fan, which probably makes him a little more connected to the goings-on of the team. And O'Rand quote tweets the awful announcing report and says that his sources have confirmed the story that Brown was suspended because of what he said in that Orioles Rays broadcast. Then it continues. We get the first kind of local legitimate media to pop on it. Andy Koska of the Baltimore Banner, friend of the show, writes a story about how Kevin Brown has been away from the team. Now, Koska didn't go as far as to say, you know, his sources had said that he's been suspended specifically because of what he said in that Rays game. But Koska did reach out to Orioles PR, and Orioles spokesperson responded saying, quote, we don't comment on employment decisions. However, Kevin Brown will be back with us in the near future. And then they declined to comment about what was said in the awful announcing report, which was that he was suspended for that specific reason. Now, what all that tells me is, okay, Andy didn't specifically say, you know, that his sources have said this, but if the O's aren't commenting, that's telling you all you need to know about what the truth is here. And then the athletic pops in. Of course, they no longer have Dan Connolly there. Let him go as the athletic just cutting writers left and right. But Britt Giroli, who covers the league nationally, but used to cover the Orioles and has plenty of sources with the O's, writes a story in The Athletic early Monday evening, and she was much firmer to the point, reporting that her sources have said that is the reason why Kevin Brown was suspended. Now, she did say they haven't really used the word suspended, but she said the reason he's not on the broadcast is because of what he said in that broadcast against the Rays. And she talked about some other things that we'll get to a little bit later, but here's the thing. At this point, as I record right around 7 p.m. Eastern time on Monday evening, I don't think we're at 100% of what we're going to know about this story. Things are still going to come out. More information is going to be made available. Even with John Angelos being the little toddler baby that he is, it is kind of wild to think that just reading out stats on a graphic could get you suspended for this long as the team's number one and beloved broadcaster. It seems crazy. Then if you put it next to some other things the Angeloses have done, doesn't seem as crazy. So there's probably a little more to this story, but even if there is more to the story, and even if this isn't the only thing that got him suspended, the fact that it's been reported by multiple reputable outlets, the Orioles have declined to comment, all these things, even if this is just a little bit of the truth, it's a PR nightmare, once again, for the Orioles. Just horrendous. And that's just really putting out what happened and what's been reported so far. There's more to go here because this decision, which was kind of initially reported, has John Angelos written all over it. And it is just a pattern from John and his family for the decisions they make about the Baltimore Orioles. And we'll go through them and spill maybe the beans a little bit. Empty the vault a little bit on the Angeloses, on the Orioles, on Masson. That's coming up next. But first, this episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast 
is brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices, and the path forward isn't always clear. So whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life, so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. I've benefited from therapy in my life. It's helped me in a lot of places, my life as well, and it can help you too. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash LockedOnMLB. So it was just a crazy day on Orioles Twitter, Orioles Media, everything happening on Monday. And again, as I mentioned, I'm recording here at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Monday. Unless something way crazier breaks here and I add something to this recording, this is what you're going to hear or watch on Tuesday morning. Just remember if even more has come out since I've recorded this, I'll get to it on Wednesday's episode. But this is what we know so far, as I mentioned in the first segment of the podcast. Kevin Brown indefinitely suspended for basically stating facts on the air that the Orioles were not good against the Rays the past couple of years. That's the gist of this. It's insane that he would get suspended for this. But here's where I want to go next. It's just par for the course for John Angelos and the Angelos family since they've owned the Orioles. Let's just start on broadcasters specifically before we even get to everything else they've done. This is the third beloved broadcaster, like very beloved broadcaster, in the last 30 years that the Orioles have tried their best to push away. It started with John Miller, who took over in the O's booth in 83, got to call the World Series in his first season, and was here for 14 years through 1996, called the team's games back in the ALCS. And then after the year, Peter Angelos pushed him out. Didn't like, quote, his candid commentary being too critical of the team, when really the commentary from Miller back in the 90s was valid. It was completely valid. I think a lot of the things that were reported back then were really stepping over the line from John Miller. And also... He was maybe the best non-Vin Scully baseball broadcaster in the league back then. And guess what? He still is when he does games. Went over to the San Francisco Giants and has become a legend for the Giants, calling three World Series victories over there for them and having an amazing broadcasting career. He could have stayed with the O's, but he went back to California because he was pushed out by the Angeloses. Then you have Gary Thorne, who... More known as a national broadcaster, but joins the O's in 2007 on Masson. Takes us through the dark days and then has some amazing calls in 2012, 2014, 2016, as the O's are getting back to relevance. And then he was really helping us through the next rebuild. But at the end of 2019, there were some murmurs. Would he come back? 2020, the shortened season finally starts during COVID in July. And Gary Thorne's nowhere to be found. And reporting was done by Dan Connolly of The Athletic that there was a contract dispute and that the Orioles eventually just came to an agreement with Gary Thorne that he would not call games in 2020 and then they just didn't renew his contract after that and he was pushed out. Now, if you read between the lines, 
The Orioles basically weren't willing to pay Gary Thorne, who's a very decorated, kind of national-type broadcaster, has been around for a while, and instead brought in a bunch of rookies basically into the broadcast booth, including Kevin Brown, Melanie Newman, Jeff Arnold, Brett Hollander, kind of brought them all in, along with Scott Garceau, and kicked out Gary Thorne. And now we're here in 2023 with the Kevin Brown situation as well. Are you sensing a pattern? And this isn't directly on-air broadcasters, but there's what happened with Ryan Wagner, the former Orioles PA voice for almost 10 years, who was fired on opening day a couple years ago. And most of the reporting done by Dan Connolly and The Athletic once again was that most of the firing was they were unhappy with his tweets that were critical of the Orioles. There goes Ryan Wagner. But it's not just specifically broadcast things. It's a pattern of just the thin skin of John Angelos, his inability as a billionaire to just have any feel for a regular person, for the Orioles fans, for Baltimore as a community, and no feel for how anything he says or does will impact actual people and actual Orioles fans. That's how he operates, in his own little bubble. It's pretty usual for billionaires to operate like that, but he's in his own little world. He's probably not even seeing all the pushback that this decision has been getting on social media. Not just from Orioles fans. We're talking national media people, national baseball people, former and current players weighing in. And that's just as of Monday evening on this Kevin Brown situation, talking about how awful it is, how dumb a decision it's been from Orioles ownership. You go back to the MLK Day comments. Dan Connolly asking him about, you know, opening the finances and the future of the team and him lashing out about how it's inappropriate to say that on MLK Day and how Dr. King wouldn't have wanted this. Some of the dumbest comments I've ever heard from anyone surrounding baseball. And yet he continued to fire back as the writers in Baltimore Sun and other places wrote about how, oh, he promised he would open the books. Where is he? You know, he never opened the books. Still never opened the books. And then he tries to fire back at the Sun. And the Sun's entire editorial board just flames John Angelos, as they should. He just doesn't... Something doesn't click. I mean, yeah, he's an idiot. We know that. But it's further than that. I mean, he's living in his own entire world where he thinks he's right, and all the stupid ideas he has are right, and anyone who would question it is completely wrong, and not only wrong, but deserves to be fired and as far away from the Orioles as possible. That is how he operates this team. And, I mean, this is something I haven't really even talked about on this podcast. I've talked about it a little bit on social media, but I think some people know who follow along, like, I've been banned from 105.7 The Fan, it was not a John Angelos decision. That was a 105.7 The Fan decision when 105.7 The Fan was giving credence to awful vaccine conspiracies as it related to the just terrible incident with DeMar Hamlin on the field of the Buffalo Bills last season. I called them out for it, for letting terrible people talk about that on the air and give credence to a terrible conspiracy theory. And instead of reprimanding the hosts who let that happen, I, who used to go on, you know, every other week basically with Cordell Woodland go on his show and you know he's still a great guy has an amazing show on that network used to go on his show every other week talk Orioles they completely banned me and I know that from multiple people inside the building 
I've also been banned from WBAL Radio. That is the flagship station of Broadcasting Orioles games. That one has a lot more to do with John Angelos. I've been banned off that station. I went on there multiple times on their Orioles hot stove show in the offseason. Haven't been able to go on all year. Because not only did Angelos ban me, he banned any Orioles media member who defended Dan Connolly in that whole MLK Day open the books situation. None of them are allowed on the WBAL shows to talk about the Orioles. None of them. And that was an Angelos thin-skinned decision. Now, I get mine a little bit more. I've called him the world's largest toddler multiple times, and I stick by that. But he's banned reporters for just doing their jobs. Reporters at the Sun, at the Banner, at the Athletic. Nope, can't go on my radio station anymore. Not even his radio station. Just the flagship station that carries the Orioles. You sense in a pattern here? Just zero connection to reality. It's all his world. It's his way or the highway. And his way is wrong 100% of the time. Whether it's not spending on the team. Whether it's saying idiotic things to the media about the spending on the team. Whether it's making these awful comments about things that make no sense. Whether it's decisions to suspend Kevin Brown for saying something that not only was a planned broadcast open, not only was factually correct, not only was actually positive because he spun it at the end into a positive about how good the team has been this year, and not only was on a graphic on the mass and screen as he said it, but as reported by Bricciaroli of The Athletic, and it's easily searchable as well, exactly what Kevin talked about in that open that reportedly got him suspended was in the Orioles game notes for that game against the Rays. The game notes, which are put together by the public relations team a team that is basically handpicked by John Angelos. This is how stupid all of this is. Every decision he makes, there's no logic involved at all. It's terrible optics. It's terrible decision-making. And is it going to bring this team down? I don't think so. They are too talented. They are too good. They're 70-42. and 42. They got the best record in the American League. But it gets to the fans. It gets to people who cover the team. It gets to the people in the city. He is trying to bring this team down. And that's without even mentioning, hey, have you signed the lease yet, John? We're four and a half months out from the deadline. Have you signed the lease? Where's that all-star break gift you promised us? It's not here. It just gets worse and worse with him. Like, does he think when he makes this decision to suspend Kevin Brown for doing nothing, a guy beloved by not just Orioles fans, but if you saw on social media on Monday, everyone in the sports journalism world, sports media world, baseball in general, had nothing but amazing things to say backing up Kevin Brown. Did he think this was going to go over well? Did he think it wasn't going to leak out somewhere? Did he think the things he said on MLK Day were going to go over well? Did he think saying, I'll open the books and then never doing it was just going to blow away and it was going to go over well? I don't think he thinks at all. And he's making the decisions for a rising baseball team that a lot of people, including myself, put a lot into and expect a lot out of. And I just, you know, he's not listening, right? Like, I don't think John was watching the broadcast open that Sunday, I wouldn't think, and then hearing what Kevin said and immediately saying, nope. He's got his minions out there from Orioles PR. He's got Jennifer Grandal out there doing his dirty work. 
He's got Cal Perry out there, who the Orioles hired as like the VP of communications or something this offseason. If you remember, when they hired him in the winter, Cal Perry had to delete hundreds and hundreds of tweets from 10 years ago of him just leveling, disparaging John Angelos for being a terrible owner of the Orioles. It was hilarious that Angelos had hired this guy to basically head up his communications department after all of those tweets came up so quickly. But Cal Perry's now just doing John's dirty work, apparently, at this point. It's coming from John. It's John's directive to say anything that could be perceived negative, we shut it down. And the things I had heard about what the Orioles employees are told, what Masson employees are told, because remember, you know, Rock Cabaco, haven't heard a peep from him on this, and you're not going to. Because although he covers the team, he works for the network that is owned by John Angelos. He's basically an extension of PR. Nothing totally against Rock here. He's great at what his job entails, but it's not to be critical of the team. And again, he's an extension of PR. They are not going to let him say anything about this. And if he does, Rock's gone. They're replacing him with someone cheaper. It's that simple at this point. So those kind of things, those employees, the digital side, the writing side, whatever it may be on Masson, there's a lot of things I had heard over the years that just were crazy. And Britt Giroli, in that athletic piece, I'm so happy, wrote about some of them. One of the things she mentioned, not being able to mention old players, getting in trouble as Orioles broadcasters if you mention old players. Uh, aren't Ben McDonald, Jim Palmer, and Brad Brock and Mike Devereaux, who are all in the broadcast? Last I remember, they all used to play for the Orioles, but no longer play for the Orioles. Weren't there 20-plus former Orioles players on the field Saturday? You're not allowed to say the names of them? I know if you ever said the name Adam Jones on the Masson Airwaves for three, four years, you were going to be in big, big trouble. Can't wear non-Orioles gear on the broadcast. That was also reported by Britt. And apparently there was some sort of suspension given to another broadcaster a couple weeks ago for showing up in non-O's gear. Like, you can't even wear a shirt and tie, apparently. Or a blouse. Because you have to wear the O's polo, the O's quarter zip, and that's it on the broadcast now. Like what, do you think they're going to show up wearing Red Sox gear? No. Let somebody wear a collar shirt if they like to. What's the difference here? And that just goes with the terrible treatment over the years of the employees of the Orioles. They're totally expendable. These employees that work in these different parts of the team... They have no idea if their contract's going to be extended. They get these one-year contracts. You know, they get young, cheap labor, basically. One-year contract, boom, you're out the door, and we don't tell you. Masson's the same thing. It's a terrible work environment. Trust me. They don't treat the people there well, the higher-ups at Masson, and it starts with John Angelos. He's not good for the employees there. He's not good for the players. He's not good for the fans of the Orioles, and he's not good for the city either. And this has Angelos written all over it, this decision. Everything comes from him. And if you're not in line with him, you're out. And that's how it is. And it's a joke. So coming up next to finish it off, let's just talk Kevin Brown a little bit. He's awesome. He deserves to be back. But I wouldn't blame him. If he never came back, that's coming up next. But first, 
This episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast is also brought to you by eBay Motors. Now, for a championship team, like the Orioles hope to be, despite this current fiasco, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. And it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. So there you have it. Kevin Brown suspended indefinitely. Now, as Andy Costco, you know, got the quote from the Orioles in his piece that, you know, quote, Kevin Brown will be back with us in the near future. But the other reports have been, it's an indefinite suspension. And we just don't know, at this point, when Kevin will be back. You know, people have said, oh, you can expect him maybe, you know, when the O's go out on their West Coast trip, you know, coming up for 10 days after this Astros series or whenever it may be. Who knows at this point? I mean, yeah, they're saying that, but they lie. John Angelos lies pretty much 24-7. We could be without Kevin Brown for the rest of the year. You don't know that. And I'm sure Kevin, you know, didn't just go down and say, oh, that's totally fair. Yep, I get it. I'm suspended for doing nothing. Totally get it. I'm sure he fought back a little bit. And every time he tried to stick up for himself, I'm sure John Angelus was just like 10 more days, 10 more days, 10 more days on your suspension. Maybe we don't see him. And that's the thing. Kevin Brown is an incredible broadcaster. The Orioles are lucky to have him. I was very upset. When the O's lost Gary Thorne. Not lost Gary Thorne. When the O's pushed out Gary Thorne. I have been very happy that Kevin Brown has been the replacement. He hits the big moments. He keeps things light. He has great rapport with his partners, Ben McDonald and Jim Palmer. They're amazing broadcasts to listen to. And listen, there's still some great things that Jeff Arnold and Brett Hollander and Melanie Newman bring to the table. Maybe not so much some of the other ones, but those people definitely do bring some good things to the table. It's just different with Kevin. He is an A-plus baseball broadcaster at this point. And with that broadcast team, it's an amazing, amazing duo or sometimes trio with him and Jim and Ben. He nails those big moments. He has it all for the O's. Also, you know, personal part of it, like, I don't know Kevin super well at all, but in my interactions with him, like, he's been incredible to me and he's been incredible to many people in the Orioles fan community. I know people stop him for pictures. He'll take a picture. He'll chat with those fans. He'll do a Q&A on social media. He's kind of a nerd. You know, he loves the Marvel movies. He'll make pop culture references. He connects with the fans. He is great for the modern baseball announcer. And again, incredible to me. You know, during the pandemic, he basically put out there, hey, any young broadcaster, send me your stuff. I'll critique it. I sent him a, a clip of my stuff. I mean, within 24 hours, he had sent me back a long, long critique, giving me pointers, stuff he liked, stuff he thinks I should work on. You know, for my play-by-play broadcasting. It was amazing. I couldn't believe that he took the time to do that. Back in 2021, you know, fingers crossed, but for now, the only time I've had COVID-19. You know, I was I was feeling it a bit. Like, it, it hit me. And, you know, I, I put out there on Twitter that I had it, mostly to say that, hey, I'm watching The Wire for the first time while I have COVID. And 
within like a couple hours after I sent that tweet, Kevin Brown had DM'd me just out of the blue, didn't have to do that. And said, you know, hey, you know, I hope hope you start feeling better. You know, was kind of telling me about what he went through, what he had it, uh, was was giving suggestions, just kind of reaching out to make sure I was doing okay. Like Kevin Brown, the broadcaster of the Orioles, didn't have to do that for some little podcaster, but he did. And then one time, last season, I'm doing a Q&A, powers out in the apartment, doing a Q&A the day before I'm going to an O's Pirates game on a Friday night. And... You know, my now fiance is just being silly and, you know, responding on Twitter. Can you get me some goldfish as part of the Q&A? And Kevin Brown chimes in and says, can you get me some goldfish too? And all of a sudden it turns out to be, I told Kevin Brown, I'd bring him goldfish at the game the next night. So the game happens the next night. There's a two-hour rain delay before the game against the Pirates finally starts. And Kevin Brown comes down to the concourse and grabs some goldfish. And he stands there with me and some of my friends and some family. And we chat with him, get to meet him. And he eats the goldfish. He's an incredible guy. Incredible guy for this community, for this team, for this broadcast team, for Masson, and he's great at his job. And John Angelos may have just pushed him out. And that's the thing here, like, I hope he's back. I'm going to be really interested to watch that broadcast open, the first game he's back, if he is back. Again, Jeff and Melanie and, and Brett, they can do it. You know, they, they can get on there and, and call this Orioles run. But I want to see Kevin Brown, who's lived through a lot of losing Orioles as a broadcaster since 2019, be able to call that game when the O's clinch a playoff berth. Or call that game. Call that moment. Hit the moment when the O's clinch the AL East. Or call those games on the radio in the postseason. I want that for Kevin Brown, and I want to listen to Kevin Brown make those calls. But even if he is back late this year, I wouldn't blame him at all if he decides not to come back next year. After being treated like this for just doing his job, wouldn't blame him at all for leaving and seeking other employment in broadcasting. There'll be plenty of jobs out there for him. You know, he does the Women's College World Series, did a lot with ESPN, college basketball, college football. If he wants to keep doing baseball, another team will take him, no doubt about that. He's one of the best in the league. And the O's will, just like it did with John Miller and Gary Thorne, will lose another great broadcaster. Just like that. Because John Angelos is so stupid and has no foresight, can't make any good decisions at all for this organization. And here's the thing, I was talking about kind of all the outreach in favor of Kevin Brown on social media. Like, I haven't seen one person take the side of John Angelos in this, and that's pretty surprising because usually there's some people still licking the boot for some reason. But it's been across the board support for Kevin Brown. And as I said, you know, I still kind of feel like we don't have the full entire story. Like, even for John Angelos, it seems pretty idiotic and crazy to suspend a guy indefinitely for what he said, which was literally nothing, just doing his job. And really was positive about the O's more than it was negative. But these are things I've heard about. These are directives from Angelos to Masson, to the broadcasters. Can't say this, 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 and this. Can't dress this way. Can't do that. Can't do this. And they're paying them nothing. I mean, you know, bringing in those younger broadcasters I mentioned, I don't think they're getting much money. That's why they were brought in. And Gary Thorne was let go. Yes, they're very talented, but it's also a reason that switch was made. Not paying the employees well either. And he's got all the money in the world to be able to do that. It's just ridiculous. And again, as I said, this isn't going to impact the team. This is going to be the same Orioles group that goes out there, no matter who's on the call tonight against the Astros. The Orioles will go out there and they will play a good baseball game against what I think is right now the second best team in the American League behind the Orioles in the Astros. It's going to be a great series. And it won't affect the players on the field. It probably won't affect the coaches. But fans will now know it. Those people in the broadcast booth will know it. Front office sure knows it. 
And for a season, there's just been so much positivity for the Orioles. John Angelos just has to jump in, make it about himself, like the little brat that he is, and bring it down. Just give the Orioles an awful PR hit when all they're getting is positive PR right now. Just hit them with some terrible PR day. On an off day, no less. There wasn't even like, okay, we've got all this craziness going on, but at least when it hits 7 o'clock, we'll have a game on TV. Nope. Comes out on the off day. Dominates the Orioles' news cycle. It's just ridiculous. How many more times is this going to happen before Major League Baseball steps in and gets rid of him? Like, I get he's not as bad as John J. Fisher, who's just taking the A's and moving him to Vegas for no reason. But, I mean, he hasn't signed the lease. Would he move this team to Nashville? I don't think so. But with all the other stupid things he's done, why couldn't he do an even bigger stupid thing at this point? He's tracking that direction. I don't trust him to do anything. I certainly don't trust him to sign the lease at this point. And don't trust him to say anything that helps the team or make any smart decision at any point as Orioles ownership. He needs to sell the team. We need him out of Baltimore and, frankly, go back to Nashville, right? You can pour all your money into Carter Faith's musical career. If that's what you want to do, that's great. Go buy an actual concert venue. Camden Yards can hold concerts. That's not the number one thing, John. It's about winning baseball and baseball games. Go buy a concert venue. Go back to Nashville. Just fill it with Carter Faith. She can have a residency there. She can play every single night. We don't have to hear from you. Whatever. Go do that. You've ruined this team, the city enough. Get out. Get out. You see it right here. If you're watching on YouTube, you saw it on the card. He's a buffoon. He is a buffoon. And more buffoonery here with this decision. Hopefully Kevin Brown's back soon. Hopefully there's more to this story that we can find out, keep you updated, but just ridiculous, ridiculous. But unfortunately, par for the course for once again, maybe the dumbest owner in baseball somehow. And John Angelos, the world's largest toddler. But the Orioles do play some baseball tonight. Orioles and Astros, game one, Grayson Rodriguez, Framber Valdez coming off a no-hitter. Should be a good one. Catch every pitch of the Orioles' hometown radio broadcast. Probably not with Kevin Brown on it, but maybe. With the SXM app through SiriusXM, just download the app and search Orioles. But I'll be back with you tomorrow. Recapping game one between the O's and the Strohs. Getting you any more updates on the Kevin Brown situation. And answering some of those great mailbag questions you sent me. Because you all sent me amazing mailbag questions. Going to get to them throughout the rest of the week. Including tomorrow on the pod. But until then, I'm Connor Newcomb. I do not like John Angelos. And this has been the Locked On Orioles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.